0: Through their bridles. They were seven in number, and Toll, the leader, a tall, dark man, was an elder of Jane's church. Did you get my message? he asked curtly. Yes, replied Jane. I sent word I'd give that rider Venters half an hour to come down to the village. He didn't come. He knows nothing of it, said Jane. I didn't tell him. I've been waiting here for you. Where is Venters? I left him in the courtyard. Here, Jerry called Toll, turning to his men. "'Take the gang and fetch Venters out here, "'if you have to rope him.' The dusty booted and long-spurred riders clanked noisily into the grove of cottonwoods and disappeared in the shade. "'Elder Toll, what do you mean by this?' demanded Jane. "'If you must arrest Venters, "'you might have the courtesy to wait till he leaves my home. "'And if you do arrest him, "'it will be adding insult to injury. "'It's absurd to accuse Venters "'of being mixed up in that shooting fray "'in the village last night.' "'He was with me at the time. "'Besides, he let me take charge of his guns. "'You're only using this as a pretext. "'What do you mean to do to venters?' "'I'll tell you presently,' replied Toll. "'But first tell me why you defend this worthless rider.' "'Worthless!' exclaimed Jane, indignantly. "'He's nothing of the kind. "'He was the best rider I ever had. "'There's not a reason why I shouldn't champion him, "'and every reason why I should.' it's no little shame to me elder toll that through my friendship he has roused the enmity of my people and become an outcast besides i owe him eternal gratitude for saving the life of little fay i've heard of your love for fay larkin and that you intend to adopt her but jane withersteen the child is a gentile yes but elder i don't love the mormon children any less because i love a gentile child I shall adopt Faye, if her mother will give her to me. I'm not so much against that. You can give the child Mormon teaching, said Toll. But I'm sick of seeing this fellow Venters hanging around you. I'm going to put a stop to it. You so much love to throw away on these beggars of Gentiles that I've an idea you might love Venters. Toll spoke with the arrogance of a Mormon whose power could not be brooked and with the passion of a man in whom jealousy had kindled a consuming fire. "'Maybe I do love him,' said Jane. She felt both fear and anger stir her heart. "'I'd never thought of that. Poor fellow. He certainly needs someone to love him.' "'This'll be a bad day for vendors, unless you deny that,' returned Toll, grimly. "'Toll's men appeared under the cottonwoods, and led a young man out into the lane.' his ragged clothes were those of an outcast. But he stood tall and straight, his wide shoulders flung back, with the muscles of his bound arms rippling, and a blue flame of defiance in the gaze he bent on Toll. For the first time, Jane Witherstein felt Venter's real spirit. She wondered if she would love this splendid youth. Then her emotion cooled to the sobering sense of the issue at stake. Venter's... "'Will you leave Cottonwoods at once and forever?' asked Toll, tensely. "'Why?' rejoined the rider. "'Because I order it.' Venters laughed in cool disdain. The red leaped to Toll's dark cheek. "'If you don't go, it means you're ruin,' he said sharply. "'Ruin?' exclaimed Venters, passionately. "'Haven't you already ruined me? What do you call ruin? A year ago I was a rider. I had horses and cattle of my own.' "'I had a good name in Cottonwoods, "'and now when I come into the village to see this woman, "'you set your men on me. "'You hound me. "'You trail me as if I were a rustler. "'I've no more to lose, except my life. "'Will you leave Utah?' "'Oh, I know,' went on Venters tauntingly. "'It galls you, "'the idea of beautiful Jane Witherstein "'being friendly to a poor Gentile. "'You want her all yourself. "'You're a wiving Mormon.' You have use for her, and Witherstein House, and Amber Spring, and 7,000 head of cattle. Toll's hard jaw protruded, and rioting blood corded the veins of his neck. Once more, will you go? No. Then I'll have you whipped within an inch of your life, replied Toll, harshly. I'll turn you out in the sage, and if you ever come back here, you'll get worse venter's agitated face grew coldly set and the bronze changed to gray jane impulsively stepped forward oh elder toll she cried you won't do that toll lifted a shaking finger towards her that'll do from you understand you'll not be allowed to hold this boy to a friendship that's offensive to your bishop jane witherstein your father left you wealth and power it has turned your head "'You haven't yet come to see the place of Mormon women. "'We've reasoned with you, born with you. "'We've patiently waited. "'We've let you have your fling, "'which is more than I ever saw granted to a Mormon woman. "'But you haven't come to your senses. "'Now, once for all, "'you can't have any further friendship with Venters. "'He's going to be whipped, "'and he's got to leave Utah.' "'Oh, don't whip him!' "'It would be dastardly,' implored Jane, with slow certainty of her failing courage. Toll always blunted her spirit, and she grew conscious that she had feigned a boldness which she did not possess. He loomed up now in different guise, not as a jealous suitor, but embodying the mysterious despotism she had known from childhood, the power of her creed. "'Venters, will you take your whipping here?' "'Would you rather go out on the stage?' asked Toll. He smiled a flinty smile that was more than inhuman, yet seemed to give out of its dark aloofness a gleam of righteousness. "'I'll take it here, if I must,' said Venters. "'But by God, Toll, you'd better kill me outright. "'That'll be a dear whipping for you when you're praying Mormons. "'You'll make me another Lassiter.' The strange glow... The austere light which radiated from Toll's face might have been a holy joy at the spiritual conception of exalted duty. But there was something more in him, barely hidden, a something personal and sinister, a deep of himself, an engulfing abyss. As his religious mood was fanatical and inexorable, so would his physical hate be merciless. "'Elder, I—I repent my words,' Jane faltered, the religion in her. The long habit of obedience, of humility, as well as agony of fear, spoke in her voice. "'Spare the boy,' she whispered. "'You can't save him now,' replied Toll, stridently. Her head was bowing to the inevitable. She was grasping the truth, when suddenly there came, in inward constriction, a hardening of gentle forces within her breast. Like a steel bar it was, stiffening all that had been soft and weak in her— she felt a birth in her of something new and unintelligible. Once more, her strained gaze sought the sage slopes. Jane Withersteen loved that wild and purple wilderness. In times of sorrow, it had been her strength. In happiness, its beauty was her continual delight. In her extremity, she found herself murmuring, Whence cometh my help? It was a prayer. As if forth from those lonely purple reaches, and walls of red and clefts of blue might ride a fearless man, neither creed-bound nor creed-mad, who would hold up a restraining hand in the faces of her ruthless people. The restless movements of Tull's men suddenly quieted down. Then followed a low whisper, a rustle, a sharp exclamation. "'Look!' said one, pointing to the west. "'A rider!' Jane Witherstein wheeled and saw a horseman, silhouetted against the western sky, coming riding out of the sage. He had ridden down from the left, in the golden glare of the sun, and had been unobserved till close at hand. An answer to her prayer! Do you know him? Does anyone know him? questioned Toll hurriedly. His men looked and looked, and one by one shook their heads. He's come from far, said one. That's a fine hoss said another a strange rider huh he wears black leather added a fourth with a waving of his hand enjoining silence toll stepped forward in such a way that he concealed venters the rider reined in his mount and with a lithe forward-slipping action appeared to reach the ground in one long step it was a peculiar movement in its quickness and inasmuch that while performing it the rider did not swerve in the slightest from a square front to the group before him. "'Look,' hoarsely whispered one of Toll's companions, "'he packs two butted guns. Low down, they're hard to see. Back again them black chaps!'